Hello footies and welcome to FUT in Review, the daily FIFA podcast bringing you player reviews, content discussions and gameplay tips. We can be found on all podcast services at 2200 hours Century Pim Time on Twitter at Foot and Review. Today is August 10th and we are recording episode 112. My name is John, also known as Foot Coaching, and I'm joined by Andrew. I was doing Hey everyone. Hey everyone. <laughs> you I'm here. I was on mute and tried to click off of it and it did not come back. Uh, hey everyone. How's it going? I hope you all uh listen to our very long Discord podcast that we or Patreon podcast, I guess is what we're calling it. Uh that we did yesterday. So if you are not in the Patreon, um that's a good benefit to have. I think we talked for about an hour and a half. So yeah, plugging, plugging stuff right away. Plugging stuff right away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're you're doing well, Padron. <laughs> oh no, it it was fun though. I mean, it was first time doing the big show, so there's plenty to improve on that. Uh, but it was fun doing it, I guess. Yeah, and in case you're not in the Patreon or didn't get a chance to listen to it yet, we really kind of went into all of our backgrounds and things like that. So I think it was a good chance to learn a lot about each of us. Definitely, I learned something about John yesterday that I didn't know. I don't want to spoil it for folks who haven't heard yet. <laughs> That's the perfect teaser. Uh, talk about teasers, Andrew. We had today uh, FIFA 21 pitch notes, but on any pitch notes, the Foot 21 pitch notes. Oh, and talk about content, we didn't have any, so we couldn't dive straight into the pitch notes. That's okay with you. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, we could talk about yesterday's content, which was an eight, another 89 plus SBC. Ah, oh, which was very good, right? No, I don't think so. I think it's, I mean, it's very expensive, right? So you have to, it's the same one that before that we already talked about, but it's very expensive and it's a little disappointing that it's not guaranteed better players in packs because. I think everyone is getting, maybe you get a good player, but oftentimes you don't, and it's very expensive, and I imagine something is coming that is expensive, you know, something very exciting is coming as they continue to drain coins off the market. Maybe maybe I'm being too optimistic there, but I, I definitely think something good is coming. Yeah, I don't know, to be quite honest, because nothing today as well doesn't show promise, but I get what you're saying, although the SBC has been very good for me both times. I got 99 Virgil Van Dijk, get it. And I get team of the year deal from it, so I yeah, can't really those, complain. Yeah, those are pretty good. Those are pretty good. Well, I like the two players I really wanted all year, but of course couldn't afford them in December. Uh, <laughs> I got team of the year the young one day, and then, and then the team of the season that I had to sell him because he dropped so hard. Um, but yeah, I got them both in my squad now <laughs> from these SBCs. Uh, but I didn't get much further than I think. 10-0 or 11-0 in Wicked League at no more time. So. Oh, well. Yeah, but that's awesome. They did well. They did well. Uh, are you ready to dive into the pitch notes? Although... Well, let's do it. I'm just going to highlight some stuff, if that's all right with you. Yeah, I think that's all we should do for this. I don't. If you're interested in reading the full thing, it's a pretty long one. So I think we're going to try to hit the highlights and the things that we find most interesting out of all of this. But definitely... Don't want to talk about, don't want to talk about everything here because, quite frankly, 
we don't know a lot. This is just really a teaser of only a couple of sentences of each of them. It doesn't really tell us in depth what we're getting. No, uh, for example, there's not been anything said about drafts, for example, and, and I don't think I've seen anything about SVCs either. So just put it out there. But they start off with Foot Co-op. Foot Co-op is here. And well, there are actually some ways to play Co-op. So along with a friend, you can play uh, FIFA or FIFA Ultimate Team actually this time. And how it goes is you uh, just invite a player, there's a new menu screen. And the, the person that invites the player becomes the captain. That means they have control over which of the squads will be used, of their squads I should say. So in my case it's better not to let me be the captain. So <laughs> everyone has a better squad. Uh, and you can select what game mode you play. And from the lobby both players will see the captain stop ready players from the current active squad and when both players are ready the captain will have the ability to start the game in the chosen mode so we knew go was counting we didn't know exactly how it worked uh they added some pictures in the pitch notes which seemed pretty clear um but there are some specifics there and also some either they wrote it down really weird or this uh, it is weird but let's get into more details you can do Co-op squad battles, Andrew. How does that sound? Sure. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think there's a lot to talk about. I think it's just you get to play co-op squad battles. Um, I, I'm not sure I fully understand how they're going to do rewards out of this. You know, I think those are the type of things I'm interested to see. Is there's not a lot of details about what are your rewards going to be out of playing co-op squad battles or frankly co-op rivals or whatever they're going to call it co-op yeah i guess they are calling it co-op division rivals uh, so yeah. I, you know, I don't i don't think there's a lot here to talk about unfortunately in the co-op squad battles they just you know it just says the same thing of there's a limited number of games you can play yeah and uh, you it counts for both player scores it says although right. if you want to get higher up at least for rivals you're probably better off um to play solo but that's basically because it works like this if you play rivals say you are in which division are you in were you in before you quit this year oh i don't know i'm probably two. in division, division four two. right now i definitely <laughs> was not in division two all right um, I, probably division four i right, say division four and i was division one say we play co-op both we would match players from my league from the highest player league which means you'll still get your points and your total scores and stuff but your, if you were do it to grind your way up to Div 1, that would be much easier for you if you do it solo, because that would make more sense. Now, they explained very well in, the, in this how the skill rating will work. So, uh, your progression in, in Rivals will be similar if you're playing games against players at your own level. So, while you're still Rise, while playing me with me in Div 1, Go will not serve as a major accelerator to your own ranking. Because you get less scores, which in Division Four doesn't count so much. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, it's still unclear to me. Is there a separate co-op Division Rivals nope. section, or are they? Well, then that make oh, that makes no sense to me. Why? I mean, why introduce this if you can play co-op? And then I think the other question, which maybe it's in here and I missed it. This kind of seems like it's not co-op versus co-op. It's just you. And if if you were lumping division rivals together, I I think that would mean that 
you you might be playing someone on co-op when you're an individual player uh, not necessarily there are two options I did my homework on this one and I've okay, asked already because I knew that was an important question for me as well and this is one of the things that I don't like about it so here it goes but it's a bit different than um, people think you can go to matchmaking settings when you want to play division rivals and you have two options you can either play against solo players only so say you are alone and you only want to play solo players that's definitely still an option no worries there so you can still play the same game as you want or you can play against solo or co-op opponents but you cannot choose the option play against co-op opponents and that's the part that i find kind of frustrating in this so if you're playing solo it's okay if you don't mind who you're playing that's all right you pick the other option but if you are hanging out with a buddy and you want to be practicing tournaments or whatever two versus two you can't be sure you play a co-op opponent yeah that this is so i mean i think it's clear maybe and sorry guys i'm less prepared because i just don't care about this co-op mode i can't imagine i would ever use it but uh, the more we learn about it the less interested i personally am because it just seems like some type of strain i think i mentioned this on the pod once i was concerned that it was going to be very similar to the met the mode that's currently in the game where you just have to if you just had to be in the same living room as someone to play and now they've just kind of expanded it that you can it that doesn't matter you can be anywhere in the world playing co-op with someone and it seems like that is all they've done here is expanded it that way and then i don't know this just which is a that, which is uh, which is a pity because i said before if you play two versus two or three versus three like they do in the past it, it's the best way to play any football game um but yeah i think uh if you that's the best way to play it and that's the most interesting but there's no proper way to actually prepare for that now say you have the two versus two tournaments which will be there i think and will be very cool but you can't use rivals or anything else as practice because you're not sure you play another two versus two and that's yeah, nothing that's right silly. i mean it's just one more filter to base into your matchmaking which shouldn't be yeah. too difficult i think well but you have to remember each time to do that too i'd say i i don't know i just this is yeah. sorry to be so negative about this but i think this is pretty at least the way they're explaining it is pretty poorly done so I'm, I'm pretty disappointed in the way this is handled and the fact that it's not a separate mode that they're just kind of lumping it into the current rivals mode it's it's half-assed to me yeah we'll see how it actually works out of course and uh, but it could be that nobody actually uses it later on in rivals which is the other concern right of course that like just like friendlies friendlies is a fantastic idea i think of like these cool optional modes and stuff but no one uses it so it just or i mean even volta this year because volta th this reminds me a lot of volta for fifa 20 where just it's a decent start. idea yeah it was just a decent idea but you didn't put a lot of effort into it obviously not having an online mode or things like that or being able not having a co-op mode for volta is just silly like it seems like the most basic of things you would include for a game like game mode like that so i i just i don't know i don't know i am i am disappointed 
There is something else though in this. Because you can play co-op friendlies, but you cannot play co-op with an online partner in live food friendlies. Not quite sure what it is yet. Play a friend and couch play co-op. Which this feels like you can only play it in rivals or in squad battles. In squad battles it could be I think it's gonna be there the most to use, because that actually that would be a way for me to actually play squad battles, I'm quite honest. Uh, yeah. and rivals it would be too risky because I'm not quite sure if I match one or two opponents but not being able to use it in friendlies feels really weird because I think that was a perfect opportunity to get some really cool 2 versus 2 tournaments going and stream it or record it or organize No, I think you like can that. use it in friendlies it's got this co-op friendlies mode it just says whatever live foot friendlies is you can't do and play a so friend so actually I can't sure. fight I can't decide who I play against. So I can't yeah, organize see, a tournament. <laughs> yeah, that's annoying. That's certainly annoying. Oh, well. I think they should fix that. Uh, and we have still two months, so we're not quite sure. Right? It could be. But as I stated here, that's not going to happen. Um, so I think it's, overall we think it's a fun idea. In squad battles, I think it's going to be the most interesting one. And the rest, they definitely have to change something else. I don't see it being used too much. So I think the only, I mean, I, I don't find this particularly interesting at all, to be honest, but I think the only <clears throat> good, the only good piece for this will be objective completion. So say you want to, yeah, John, you want, you're at work all day or something and you need to get some squad battles done. I think you could do co-op squad battles and just like sit in the corner and have me complete it for you on co-op. And I think that would work just fine. Especially, especially on the like lower level squad battles requirements, there just play some games and things like that. I think it becomes even that that might change the way they do objectives next year too. Yeah, and I think it was very interesting, but I'm a bit let down because of the modes because the three versus three pro evolution soccer uh, tournaments or the e football tournaments as they call it last year or this current year has been the most interesting esports football I've ever witnessed uh, i had to f uh, i had the absolute joy to be uh present at one of those tournaments and seeing three players versus three players it brings a team feeling it brought everything on the table uh fifa missed in my opinion uh esport tournaments and this could be such a great start to that but you can only you can't do it now which feels like mm, yeah maybe next year that's why i would like to use it that's why I thought it was interesting. Sure, sure. Um, what is interesting, and just going to highlight it quickly, there has new trainer options. So if you play with the two of you, uh, you can actually see what your other uh, player is doing. You can enable the trainer on him as well. So that might be good for practicing purposes. Uh, yeah, I think it's got to be helpful just to see what your teammate is doing. Yes, uh, this is cool. This is cool. There is something called food events, and there are two kinds of food events. One is called community events, and the other is called team events. Well, in community events, we get objectives uh, in specific groups, and it goes into a global experience pool. And as this pool of experience grows, the community will progress towards threshold and unlock rewards for everyone who's completed at least one objective in the event. So basically, this brings out a sort of community feel. Which I think it's cool, we have to see how it works like this year uh, with objectives, but this might be cool. Um, 
just interrupt me if you have another opinion Andrew. and there's something called team events uh, well basically there are some teams which also have objectives and when you start those you have to say for which team you are uh, you'll gather experience by doing these objectives and at the end I, I think it's probably gonna be a week but I'm not quite sure doesn't say that at the end of a certain period the team event ends and there's gonna be one team that actually wins and everyone who was participating for that team gets some bigger rewards and the other ones get some constellation constellation rewards I should say which in my opinion is always good you never play for nothing in this case anymore yeah I don't like this um, I am um, I, I think I want to see how it's implemented but certainly a concern that all the content creators will kind of join you know or you know there was a controversy earlier i think it was earlier this year like there's some discord chats with certain group of professional players all kind of conspiring together i'm concerned that would happen in these type of event things especially if there are really elite objective players out there so i i don't know if everyone's uh, yeah. choosing one side like i think that's going to heavily disadvantage but it's not the I think they sort of thought about that because it says when choosing your team don't worry about which one has the most members get behind your favorite as the competition isn't about earning the absolute highest amount of experience competitions are based ba a balance based on which teams members are contributing the highest experience on average for the events so if there's a yeah. big squad but none of them are actually participating except those couple of pros the other squads might actually win because they still do just a bit better with each other, a bit more with each other. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll just we'll we'll have, have to see, see how this is implemented because this did not give enough information to know. But again, concerned about how this is going to play out. Yeah, and I'm a little bit more positive that I could actually care about this a bit more than I did this year at Objects. <laughs> um, then I'm going to skip over this part, but basically you have your own stadium which you can build out, everyone gets a stadium, and the biggest version of that stadium is going to be the stadium in Foot Champions. You can actually edit colors, put in TIFOs, flags, etc. Um, I'm quite sure if I might or actually care, but well, there are options there to be more customizable. Um, so yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Great. Yeah, um, some people care about this more. I, I think I could envy good being maybe able... be very happy with this one. <laughs> yeah, all I really care about about my stadium is whether there are shadows or not. Yeah, I can see the whole pitch. That's like literally all I care about. So, if I can customize that and it does look like I can, it looks like that is one of the things they say is lighting conditions are a factor. Then. Looks that like that the... you can't have any shadows on the pitch itself. So you can see yeah. where light comes so from, but it's never going to be shadow. So. No, I think that, yeah. that's good. Um, then a little bit of change replacing yourself for division rivals. Uh, um, you can now go to division rivals through squad battles. If you play 30 matches in squad battles, you can actually place yourself for division rivals. Uh, based on your results in those first 13 matches of squad battles, which makes the transition for people that only play squad battles and want to go to rivals later on uh, a bit more fair. No. Uh, so, 
I don't agree with the statement and I the what they said and maybe I am a different type of squad battles player but to me it is the opposite of what what I think they're trying to do is try to make sure people who are really good at squad battles don't get put into the division 5 matchmaking games that they have to go to a much higher level so that you don't get some easy rivals games to start with that's the way I actually read this, maybe from my own thought process of if I'm finishing Elite 1 in the first 30 matches of squad battles, are you going to put me in Division 2 of Division Rivals without playing an online game? That's not super fun. Um, certainly they are explaining this to say they are trying to limit that so that people don't have to play Division 5 players if they're really a Division 8 player, but that to me having to play five games to do your placement doesn't seem that onerous i don't know i'd be interested to hear what other folks say but to me this this was a strange one yeah i can't really comment on that because i mean uh, first week i go hammocks play drafts then get my team ready then do everything i can to win those first five matches and get highly placed uh and i i start touching squad battle somewhere around february i think for the first time so this definitely is for me, but I think giving options is could be good, but I have no idea. Uh, what you do get new in Rivals is though that you can get coin rewards if you get promotion. And each time you reach a new division in Rivals, it's more rewarding. Because you get a one-time coin reward and added to, you, uh, to your club immediately upon promotion. And it shows a um, division 1, you get 10,000 coins. And quite honestly, Andrew... I think this is great in the first week. Say I win my first five matches, get in Div 4. That means I get the coins for Division 10, 9, 8, 7, 6 and 5. All at once, which is really nice in the first week. But after that, I don't care about like 5 or 8, 9,000, 10,000 coins for another that, That's exactly how I feel. It's very strange. I guess the cumulative effect. I, I wonder if you get 10,000 coins for each of these divisions. No, I doubt it. I think because then, because well, then I'll let me please be placed in Division Ten, and I'll. It doesn't even matter though if I get it. No, no, it doesn't matter. That's yeah. the key. Is like so, if you get placed in Division One, and you get ten thousand for each division, then you get a hundred thousand coins. I think that would make some sense. That can't be because you I, can't get straight into Div One. You can only get till Div Well, four. sure, but. But still, sixty thousand okay, coins would be get, really yeah. would be a lot though in my first week. And I think that would actually make a lot of sense. I, but I, I mean, I agree with you that 10,000 coins, except in the first week, is not a lot. So it's kind of... And it's only the first time you get there. So Yeah, so it's almost... I, it's strange. You have to get I think as high as possible first week. I think that's it. Yeah, that's the key, is try your butt off in the first week. But then you can relegate afterwards with no fear. Like... Uh, I don't know. Again, uh, another one. Not another quite, one. Yeah, not quite sure though, because there's something else to change, right? Yeah. So, and just another one I want to know more about. So, yeah, let's keep going. Yeah, sorry for interrupting you there, but um, no, it definitely says you get also a new division rivals weekly match caps, uh, which means you can definitely relegate, but you can't. You won't be able to get back up all the way in the same week. I think that's the difference this year. No, you can though. That the, you're you're only um, you can. It's actually the opposite. 
So your first 30 games are the ones that progress you to um, what your rival's rewards are, but you can climb new divisions and finish objectives and get higher skill ratings. So it's the exact opposite. So you can... You can play your thirty games in divi- you can play your thirty games in division one, relegate to division I mean, I don't know who has time to do this, but if you if you are someone who has way more time than I do, you can play thirty games in your division one, relegate yourself to division five, finish all the objectives you want, and as you climb back up to division one. That's a lot to ask, of course, but you yeah, can theoretically can do. do that. You can do that in this system. Yeah, don't like it then. <laughs> Sorry. I'm totally misunderstand that you are correct. Uh, I don't care about the cap because I won't make 30 anyways. <laughs> uh, they expanded the leaderboards and they uh, feature six rank instead of five. So players get split a bit more. And actually matters. There's not going to be a top 100 anymore, but it's going to be a top 200 in foot. Uh, I think that has something to do with the player base. Like last year on PlayStation, there were a lot of people uh getting 30 wins and ended up in elite one which doesn't feel fair for them but for everyone else this doesn't matter i only think matters is if you play squad battles you also have a top 200 now so maybe that's a good thing yeah i mean even squad squad battles rewards is a topic for another day when we find out more about it but they squad battles rewards are just always disappointing and if the higher up you get, like if you looked at at least this year's rewards for getting top 100 versus just getting elite one, it the juice wasn't worth the squeeze there for sure. It was way there, uh, there just wasn't a lot of there just wasn't a lot of benefit to top 100 to, despite the effort. You know, you could get to elite one by winning 22 games, but then to get to the top 100, you have to win all 40 on pretty hard <laughs> difficulties, and so it's just it's just like a completely different thing, and the and the benefits you get were really only like an extra maybe five to ten thousand coins. All right. Um, so there's a big gap yeah. in squad battles, but we'll let's talk about that when we actually know squad That's battles. Okay. Maybe that'll be a day when you and Ingvi are both in, unavailable, and I can talk about it. Uh, just me. Yeah, but I'm definitely interested of doing it next year, at least at the start though. I also want to see the new, like, legendary mode, right? To see how that goes. And I forgot already what it's called, but competitive mode. Um, live food friendlies are explained, which is actually a, a combination of the squad rules with different house rules and friendlies. And uh, they create some interesting matches with some objectives. For example, score a goal in three silver player with in three silver player only mystery ball matches, and that gives you a reward. Well, could be fun, especially with two people. I think that it, that might be fun to do. Depends on the rewards you get from it, of course. Uh, I hope they put as much possible of these uh, objectives in there and as least as possible in rivals. Then it's definitely a good thing. I'm not going to talk about meaningful moments, but basically what that is, is that it, they can now boost uh, single, st- single stats on a player. For example, they can now just uh, give a team of the week a higher, much higher free kick boost if they scored a free kick or a moments player that I don't know made a header when he's uh, when he never scored a header before, and they can now they used to only give him like plus ten or something or plus fifteen as max on that stat, and now they can actually get that a ninety nine shape shifters kind of boosted. 
which is yeah this is cool. a great addition i mean the fact that they always were liber- limited to the algorithm increases on things like team of the weeks and stuff was always silly so breaking away from that i think is a great idea yeah definitely then they changed the menus again uh not quite sure if it's a good thing we have to see i'm not too bothered about how it currently is either but then again i'm not playing much squad battles etc either uh i mean svcs so not sure if it, that matters to me uh last one which is interesting you know, two things there are new icons there's 100 icons but before we actually know how that's gonna work i don't care too much do you andrew uh no you know i think i hope with 100 icons that there aren't four versions of each because that's just too many obviously there's a lot of coins to be made off flipping icons so that is always nice and the more the merrier there but to me it's just kind of boring it just if they have four versions of each then it allows them to get away with game that are actually usable so i i would hope their goal and really hope that the negotiations with these players are like no i'm not going to be in the game unless you give me a usable card so that's my only complaint is some of the lower ranked icons are just not usable and i hope <laughs> yeah. that's not the case yeah uh, we'll have to see though i i think um then the uh, short thing about next generation of consoles where they actually commented about basically if you buy it on the playstation 4 or an xbox one or one x now and you get the playstation 5 or an xbox series x and soon to be series s uh you can actually upgrade for free which on xbox you can do with actually all games anyways uh, but they call it dual entitlement here uh, but on playstation it's definitely new so there's no reason to wait with buying v5 you don't want to till the new console is released um you take all your progress with you and you can switch between one another but i just saw a confirmation from the ei direct channel that there will not be a possibility to play either crossplay so from xbox to playstation or play from a playstation 5 versus a playstation 4 of opponent so new gen means you only play new gen opponents which if i'm quite honestly makes me stay with my i'm definitely gonna buy them but i will not be playing i think fifa 21 on the new consoles too much yeah i don't know um why I... why limit my chances uh on having a worse opponent i mean playstation 4 has how many million players how many players will be able to get their hands on playstation 5 why would i limit my chances in the weekend league that way yeah i agree i think we just need to think more about this and um maybe maybe that's one good thing we could have other people let us know what they're thinking i'd be interested but I'll play co-op squad battles with you on the PlayStation 5. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> right, I get, oh, that's another good question, is how do co-ops work? Do I have to be on the same console yes. there? I imagine yes. so, and that that's limiting. So They just gave yeah. confirmation of that, so. Yeah, all disappointing. But, I mean, I, I want cross-play. That, that's what I'm looking for, is cross-play across all, everything. Yeah, but we're not getting it. And well, la- that's what 
That's what I hope. And <laughs> definitely cross markets too. So they've slowly cross markets. So they said PS4 and PS5 and Xbox, new Xbox, are um, are going to be cross marketed, cross transfer markets. Uh, so that's nice. Is that true? Yes, there will be shared transfer markets. Yes, definitely. Yes, you are correct. So actually, it doesn't that's matter. Good. It doesn't matter for your ranking, but still on PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series X, you will be able to play less players anyways to start definitely okay um last but not least andrew removal of fitness and training items basically all players in foot 21 start every game at full fitness no more training items and fitness training and healing items and staff items are removed from the game uh healing items are simplified you get two gold commons and rare and that's basically it Except, what are we going to bring back? Of course, customization options like Tifo Stadium Teams. Uh, kits, badges, of course, already in pack. And they're going to increase the frequency of chemistry styles. I like the addition of removing fitness and training items. Uh, I'm not quite sure, did contracts also go? I don't think so, right? I don't think so. I think they're still there. So I think... I, I I don't care. Quite frankly, I don't know if I ever had any concern about fitness or anything like that. I think it's a thing to have to track. But at the end of the day, I think they're just going to put different filler into the packs, which is really the whole point of having all these ancillary type of cards like this. Uh, and injury, do injuries go away? No, injuries are not uh, gone, but there's going to be just two types of healing cards now. Instead of arm, like you know, those things, you get a rare one or a non-rare one. All right. So that's better. There's less healing items. Definitely better. Um, again, I mean, how many times do you get injured in a match? Like it does seem a little pointless and a little bit of filler, anyways. But that's with contract knows? as well, right? I mean, what does contract yeah. actually matter at all? Why not? I mean. In the Pro Evo settings, I get it, but that's different. Contracts work way differently there. But on this one, it means nothing at all. I mean, if I look at my club now, I'm pretty sure there's a couple of thousand contracts untradeable there. Same goes for uh, uh, fitness cards. And I did, I'm definitely sure I got over 250 plus 30 team fitness still in my club. Only untradeable from rewards as well. So it's all filler. But now we get kits and those TFO stadium teams, they won't sell at all. The biggest win with this one is I could actually sell them sometimes. But I seriously doubt my TFO will sell for much. So in the end, Andrew, will packs become more or less uh, worth it? I might have lost Andrew. Uh, this, I, no, I'm here. I think this has no effect, quite frankly. Okay, so it's just the team management, which is a bit easier. Yeah, I mean, I guess squad fitnesses were always easy to sell, so that those were nice profit profit centers. If you actively throughout the year traded those, that was going to be one of my tips. So unfortunately, that's gone. That basically every squad fitness you get that's tradable, you should sell it and list it for relatively high, and people buy it every week and leave. So that's disappointing that those are gone. That's the only trading metric I actually was able to pull off every week. <laughs> oh well, we adapt, but I think it's overall it's a good change, right? 
it's fine. Uh, I mean, I, I would like to see all the other filler dropped actually before fitness drops. So that's uh, disappointing to me. But, you know, a contract, I mean, I think if you're going to do this, go all out, drop contracts, drop basically everything besides the customizable stuff that folks want, which is coaches and stadium. Yeah. But good, good start. No, no, no complaints about that. No. So I would like you to go further. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. But uh, yeah, definitely a good start. Overall, um, pretty interesting to notes. Disappointed about the friendly motive. I'm quite honest. Uh, the rest, most things I like what I see. I have to see how much I care about the stadium. I like the trainer options, and well, I'm really looking forward to know some more. What's going to be the deal with draft? SBCs has been confirmed by the way just now as well so there still be sbcs they aren't in here they aren't in the screenshots but they definitely are in the game yeah just did yeah i had no question about that there's no way that was going away so um i'm sure they just haven't programmed it yet yeah well, i'm still in doubt of uh draft though because i don't see anything with the kind of play goal of draft i don't know uh, i don't know we'll find out definitely. you're you're one of the few people i know who truly loves that so one of the few. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Each their own, right? Andrew. Yep. Yes, I thank you for tonight, your presence tonight. Very, very long, very long podcast for no content. Yay. So you are welcome. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I wanted to go quickly, but. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't apologize. Just saying you're welcome, EA, and everyone. So hope you have a good run. Hope five mile run planned or something <laughs> the runs keep getting longer and longer the older it gets I good though. <laughs> uh, remember though if you want to be on the show too uh just visit patreon.com slash food and review we've added a lot of new t- cool tiers including tiers that give discounts on coaching and that would get you on this show as you said because we can't really make this show without this community and um, we definitely want to get the community into our show too which shows in the big podcast, uh, the first bonus episode we made as well. Thanks for tonight, Andrew. I'm definitely going to drop it and hope to see you tomorrow. Drop it.